I went back very recently and like every third shop on that high street is a vape shop. So there are like Turkish restaurants, a KFC, a McDonald's, the the via the via the money transfers porn store and vape stores. So the vape stores are like the thing that are like keeping this like local economy afloat. Um, it's funny to me because my great great grandfather was uh, in the Royal Army Band at uh, Woolwich Arsenal, and my great grandfather was born in Plumstead. Yeah. And where he was born, that street doesn't exist anymore because it was blown up. You know, errant bombs trying to hit the fucking army base hit this street in the war. Yeah. And so they built a bunch of social housing there. Um, but as I understand it, my family then moved further out. So after the war, they left uh, Plumstead and went to Croydon. Yeah. Um, and it's weird how if I look now, it took me a while finding looking on old maps to figure out where the old station road was. Cause that was, and I've seen a photo on ancestry.com of like the house he was born in, in 1900. Yeah. And, uh, that house, that, that street doesn't exist anymore. There is a station road, but it's just a different street now. And, um, but God fucking hell man around the actual station. It's just really, really grim. Like it's just scrap yards and like, like what you're describing, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, I, 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 I don't live too far away from there. So like I, I see them, I see, mm. I see it a lot. And yes, it is. It's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty grim place, <laughs> along with all the other places that we're talking about. Listen, here in Dartford, you hate the Muslims, you love your wife, Gold, and you love blowing <laughs> fat clouds. Simple as. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Like, I feel like with uh, one of the like the through lines that connects all these places is the fact that like these high streets are basically being supported by vape stores run by like um, stone South Asian guys who. Um, wide red, wide Muhammad. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the vape stores are run by like wide Muhammads, right? Who are also like in the property business as well. So this brings me on to my next point, which is like, okay, if you have this like very derelict town, why are houses mm. here north of like 300, 400,000 pounds, right? Um, you know, so you, so you end up in, you end up in a situation where like, this is a town that like is largely designed as like a transport hub. So in Dartford, you have the Dartford mm. bridge, which will take you to, which will take you into the city. Um, you have like a train station that will take you into the city. Um, you have like various grammar schools, which also kind of like have an effect on prices. So I don't know about Essex, but I know that in Dartford, um, house prices have kind of like been very, very high because you end up having um, lots of kind of immigrant families or like, mm. like upper middle class immigrant families who move into the area to kind of like get on the catchment, to get in the catchment area to like, Get into the, to get into the schools, right? Um, because of like the eleven, because you can rig the eleven plus tests. So the demand yeah. for these grammar schools, which for American listeners are basically like if you had a private school but the state paid for it. Um, and I went to one of these grammar yeah, they're, schools. They're, well. they're state schools, but there's like you have to take an exam to get in, so they're like sort of competitive placement. And, and they have like private school aesthetics as well, right? Um, so they kind of like add an appeal yeah. to like poor immigrant families who want to give their kids like a good education as well as like very rich upper middle class white people who don't want to pay for their feet. Don't, don't want to pay to like send their kids to Dulwich college. Right. Um, when there's also that whole thing where you get like, you get like the incredibly rich liberals who could afford a private school, but they send their kids to like, they, what they would rather do is spend the money like finagling the state system to get their kids into the best state school. So they can say like, we didn't send our children to a private school. We merely completely fucked the system. (laughs) Yeah. And then as a result, like you end up having kids who like will still stay in like their kind of nice leafy area of like Kent, but then all of a sudden this family now has an, has an investment property as I want to call it to like play with. Right. So now mm. not only like 
Uh, not only have they like increased their property portfolio, but they also know that this is like a stable real estate investment because so long as those schools are there and so long as those links to the city are there, like those prices are going to stay high. So even though like the, in, the, the travel infrastructure within Dartford like fucking sucks in terms of like, mm. you know, if you want to get from one part of the town to the other part of the town, you're paying like five pound fifty one way on the Arriva bus, regardless of how old you are. I think I don't. I think they don't even have like yeah. the old pensioners discount anymore, though. Like maybe I'm wrong, but it's still like really expensive to like actually travel within the town if you don't have a car. But mm. like the if you want to drive into the city, it doesn't really take as long as it would if you were like the same distance, but in I don't know, like maybe in Essex, but in other like poorer areas. Um, yeah. it would take you a lot longer to kind of get to the same place. Yeah, I mean, uh, to to like to add to that, like sort of the town where I'm from in Essex is similar in a lot of ways. I mean, definitely like the cursed high street aesthetic. I mean, my town doesn't really have a high street because it was it was built on spec in the 1940s and 50s, so it has like a, a sort of artificially constructed town centre. But the 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 sum total of it is exactly the same. Like, there's a Boots, there's a vape shop, there's a massive Starbucks for some reason, which yeah. has been done up with the Starbucks aesthetic. So it's all like glass walls and like very modern, yeah, but like everything. Yeah. Yeah. next to is like cursed concrete pillars and like yeah. it's very weird i have one of those um, near my near the place near my flat actually which is like yeah i always find it very funny i find it funny though because like you guys where you're from there's there's similarly you know you you have you, you grew up in similar areas but then also if you pick considering how big essex and kent actually are you can find cities that are similarly connected but just don't have the same sort of like striving or like even downwardly mobile middle class sort of vibe to them. Yeah. Mm. Like we're talking uh Basildon in Essex or like Ramsgate or Canterbury. Las in, Vegas, in baby. Like if it's a weird thing that the Basildon, if you look at the connection to London, is pretty quick to get into the city. But houses in Basildon, you can actually get decent places for under two hundred thousand pounds. Whereas like you were saying, Hussein, like there's yeah, a reason for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and like let's not fucking talk about Ramsgate, like the yeah. the, 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 the hell world seaside town. Uh, there's, there's just, there are places that have sort of been deemed, I don't know how to describe it, like to use the very American, very loaded expression, sort of good areas. And mm. those places are weirdly competitive to, to live in, to go to schools, to buy places in, despite being pretty shit. But I think in a way that kind of belies how, uh, overwhelmingly shit most of the towns that aren't like that are. Yeah. I mean, there are two basic axes, right, which define like the desirability of British property, which is where it is uh, in terms of like distance from the centre of London and where it is in terms of desirability of that area. And there are certain areas which, despite being undesirable, get place inflation, price inflation just because they're so close to London. So like my town is exactly like that. Like you can drive to a tube station in like 10 minutes. So it's pretty like the prices are going to go up even though it's shit. Or you've got places like Bishop Stortford, which is further away, but it has like more cachet as like a nice market town, even though it's full of the same people. Right. Um, but what I was going to say about my town is that like it, it has this kind of cursed aesthetic right there's an area of the town called the rose which i love because it's just like one of those like little shopping arcades where like none of the things are congruent to each other at all <laughs> like there's like a hairdresser's that's next to a fish and chip shop which is next to a chinese takeaway which is next to a uh corner shop which is opposite a nightclub right okay so this place has been a number of things in the time i've lived there at first it was a nightclub called liquid 
And then it was a nightclub called Quattro's. If you're wondering how that's spelt, that is Q-U-A-T-T-R-O-Z. Uh, yes, for anyone following along. And uh, now it's been taken over by, I am pretty convinced, the <laughs> Turkish mafia. Because they've turned it into like a two-floor like luxury restaurant. But it's like... Okay, imagine if someone let Gemma Collins from The Only Way is Essex decide what the aesthetic inside a restaurant would be. And it's called melon, which is like a word from no language. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, so there's got this like weird like chandeliers, like weird like silver curtains, like everything's like really oh, like the wine glasses are huge. Like, but of course it's been there's like never anyone in there because it's in like the grimmest area. It's like it's next to the fucking Polish food shop. Like it's not in the like yeah. even vaguely more aspirational bits of the town. But there's always a G wagon parked outside it with the number plate that says Melon. So <laughs> I feel like there's something going on there. Um, but that's reflective of kind of the the transformation that that town's undergone because. It was interesting to me her saying that you were saying about how like Dartford is has for for all of its like cursed suburbia aesthetic, it does also have like an immigrant population, which Harlow absolutely never did. Yeah, I mean, like, in in some areas there is an immigrant. I w- I wouldn't say even it's like an immigrant popular an immigrant community. I would just say that there are kind of like a wider mix of people. Um, and yeah. I think a lot of that is kind of is much more to do with class than anything else. So it's more like these are this is where you go if like you become. Um, upper, you know, when you when you get to like the upper middle class aesthetics, and like you don't have to kind of rely on um, a community to kind of keep you up anymore, which is you know yeah. the case of like my parents when they moved from like you know when going from like southeast London to Kent, a lot of other people are the same mm. thing, um, and they all come for like very similar reasons, right? So it's either coming because they want to buy a house that will appreciate in value, um, because they want to send their kid to like you know the best school, but they don't want to like pay private school fees for it. Um, so there isn't really a community as much as there is just like a diversity of kind of people who all exist within the same kind of class strata. Um, and I wonder whether yeah. that kind of creates this sort of kind of weird aesthetic. Cause when I, you know, Dartford high street and like even kind of the, the surrounding areas is basically the same. Like, you know, you can go to the nail salon, then you can go to the chippy, then you can go to the kebab shop. Uh, then you can go for a succulent Chinese meal. Uh, <laughs> this um, is democracy manifest. <laughs> um, and then you can end the night by um, taking some nos and going to uh, our version of melon, which is uh, air and breathe. <laughs> 